0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Thank You for Laughing podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Shar. I'm so excited for today's episode because it is with my coach, Beth. And um, I'm first going to just read a little bit about her and then we'll go into it. I do have to let you know, too, just go ahead and take a screenshot if you're listening to this episode, make sure you tag me on Instagram at bold at thank you for laughing. I love to see who's listening and let me know what you get out of this episode. It's going to be a really, really amazing, juicy one. I already know. So manifestation mentor, Elizabeth helps people get crystal clear on their desires so that they can co-create their fuck yes life and magnetize their desires in a way that feels good to them. While being in toxic and heartbreaking relationships, her romantic life was a roller coaster. After leaving her job as a CPA that no longer served her, she dove deep into the painful feelings she had been holding onto for years. Today, she's manifested her dream partner and built a business she loves. She's passionate about supporting others to live a life on their own terms. So that's just a little bit about her. And I do just have to say that, yes, she was my coach Um, A couple years ago after i had been in an abusive relationship and then she helped me through coming out as a pansexual person and through that whole process and so she was definitely a huge part of my life for a short time but but we're still part of each other's lives, right? So, um, but yes, she, you probably saw me post about her. You probably still see me post about her and she's just an amazing woman. And I'm really excited for you all to get to know her. So make sure you follow her as well at Elizabethann888 on Instagram. I believe Anne is with an E. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Correct. You can't see us right now, but we're like fully in pajamas. I have my tea. It's 830 at night and welcome to your thirties. I'm like, I'm after this, I'm going to like take my mouse and go to bed. It's going to be great. Amen. Um, (laughs) So Beth, I'm so happy that you're here. I've been looking forward to this and I just, I love you so much. And I'm just so excited for my listeners to experience you in a small way, just like I did. And I knew from the first call, I mean, and I had done like discovery calls or whatever you want to call I don't know what you called it but like whatever the call was just so I could get to know you and like decide if I wanted to work with you or not and I think we talked for like 15-20 minutes and I was like yeah I'm in like take my money and I just there's just something about you and if people follow you they're going to notice this there's something about you you have this energy of like you are just so you have this bright light that nothing can dim. And like, even if you're having a bad day and you're honest about that online, like no matter what happens, you are so confident and so sure of yourself. And I think that's something that most women struggle with. Um, so I'd love to talk more about that, but I'm getting ahead of myself first, just reintroduce yourself and tell us more about who you are, what you do, how you got to this point,
1: And we'll go from there. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me. I love you so much too. And I feel like even from that, you talk about that first phone call, I felt like you were a dream client from that first phone call too. It was totally an aligned match. So I'm so glad that you said yes to working together because it's really led to a beautiful friendship as well. Um, So a little bit about me. I am, I live in Maryland. I grew up in Maryland. I'm thirty. Four years old. I um, was an accountant for many years. Actually, I wore a lot of job hats before I came to fall in love with coaching and the online space. Um, And I really just allowed myself that permission to try out a bunch of different things. So I was constantly doing property management, retail, accounting, Um, and then it wasn't until this pandemic that I really fell in love with coaching, and I'd hired my own coach and mentor as well, and then I just fell in love with how my life was changing before my eyes, and during the pandemic, I started my business, and I started helping people create their dream lives, heal their past, really just tune into what they actually wanted, and co-create it with God, and then I also called in an amazing man, an amazing partner. And I had just been in breakup after breakup, rejection after rejection. And I decided one day, like, I'm going to create the love life of my dreams on my terms. And he came into my life in June of 2020. And now we live together in Maryland and we're getting married and just all the things. So just truly a testament to how you can receive the things that you desire when you get out of your own way and you work through all the internal drama that is keeping you stuck. (laughs) Yes,
0: definitely. And congratulations again, by the way, this is the first time I've been able to tell you that, like, I guess, face-to-face, if you will. (laughs) Congratulations on the engagement. So happy and pumped for you. But like I told you in my comment, like, uh, like, obviously, like you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna be together forever. Like, and it it was just like you said in your caption, like you, you, like you were just as happy. You posted a picture of you guys right before, um, right before he he proposed. Right, like you were at dinner mm-hmm. and you you had this picture together of you. And he obviously knew he was going to propose. It you didn't know yet, and you guys already looked so happy and in love. Like he, like he had just proposed, and like I remember you writing, you know, obviously you're really happy and excited about it, but you're already happy and excited about the relationship. And this just, you know, is a continuation of that. And I think that's so cool. And I think a lot of times we as humans were tripped up about the next thing, right? The next Mm -hmm. job, the next promotion, the next apartment, the next house, the next relationship, engagement, marriage, baby, that we're always focused on that next thing. And you do such a good job at staying in the moment and being happy with where you are, while also, you know, wanting and expecting more. So, how do you how do you balance that? How does someone balance that? Because I think that's something I, I know I struggle with it. I think we all struggle with it. How do you live in that in between of like I don't want to be desperate, but mm. I don't want to settle, you know? And you're you're just kind of in limbo. Like how how do you deal with that without it feeling like almost like a tension, you know? And and you just kind of flow through that so well. Wow, how do you how do you combat
1: that? How do you uh. figure that out? That's a good question. Um, because as human beings, we're all naturally wired to want more, to desire more, to desire more out of everything in our lives, right? Our relationships, our work, our, you know, friendships, everything. So the natural desire for expansion is always there. And how I really balance it with being present with where I'm at is I always I'm checking in with my intentions. And it's so funny you bring up the engagement with this because it was about this time last year, um, where I was wanting an engagement and I was tuning in and I was realizing that I was wanting it for the wrong reasons. I was wanting it to, um, kind of almost bypass some of the work that we needed to do in our relationship. We had some communication things that needed to be looked at. We had some, you know, ways that we were not showing up the best for each other, both from both sides. And, um, I really wanted that engagement to kind of validate, like I had made the right choice to be with this person. I i moved, you know, two States away to be with him and moved back home. And I was kind of questioning that in those moments. And it was causing me to really want and like, want that engagement from like a pressure energy that just didn't feel good. Like it was like, I got to keep up. Like we've been together this long, like, whatever. And so when I checked in and I tuned in, I was like, holy shit, like that is not the way that I want to manifest a (laughs) proposal. Like that does not feel good to me or him. So let me look at all the things, all the work and all the shadows that are coming up that have me thinking that I want this right now to validate this relationship. Like, why don't I feel validated in my choices already? And so it brought, it brought like, just all this growth for us to look at. And we became closer than ever. And we really mastered through that time very quickly. Actually, we really mastered like communication. We really mastered, um, showing up for each other and just became more like emotionally intimate than I had ever been with a man. And that's what made the proposal that happened. It's been a little over a month now just feel like a natural extension because I truly wake up every day so freaking grateful that I have just one more day on this earth with this man and that's the first thing I tell him every morning is like I'm just so grateful you chose me one more day like I'm so grateful we're both here and so the the ring is just like oh now I I get to be with this man and have like pretty jewelry you know
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like oh it's I'm just honest. like the ice the icing on top. It's like the cherry on top, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's so good. So I think another thing and and by the way, I can totally tell like just the joy that you guys have radiates right off my phone screen and I can just tell that Peter is so so in love with you and so happy with you. And he just seems so, so sweet. I feel like I already know him, even though I've never met him. I've never even met you in person, but it doesn't feel like it. I was thinking, I was like, I wish we had a picture together I could post for this episode. And then I'm like, wait, we don't have any. We've never even met in person, but it doesn't. But it feels like we have, right? It's just so crazy. Um, So I think another thing a lot of people struggle with in kind of the spiritual personal growth realm is having a partner that's not on board with things like that. And, Mm. um, and I definitely don't think it's just men. I think it's, you know, a common thing to say, oh, well, men aren't emotional and women are emotional and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I do believe, I mean, statistically, like men have been raised to not feel their emotions, not face their shit, not heal their shit, things like that. But it can go no you no matter the gender, right? But mm-hmm. I think, you know, that is a really common thing to not be on quote unquote the same page spiritually, personal development wise. Sometimes the other person doesn't want to deal with that stuff sometimes they do but they don't know how or they're just you know, I, I've had people tell me like, oh, well, my partner is just kind of behind quote unquote, like Mm
1: -hmm. they are on a
0: journey now and that's great, but they're still not where I am. And how do you make that work? And so, um, I mean, what would you say to someone who's kind of struggling with that or what did you do? Did you guys ever, ever have a moment like that?
1: We did. And honestly, when you said the behind part, that's how I used to think of it was like, well, and because, um, I called in a partner who had done a lot of inner work. That was really important to me because I had done a lot of inner work. And so naturally I was a match for someone that had worked on their own shit. Um, but again, when you go from single to relationship, naturally new things are going to come up. So when they came up um, and since I'm an entrepreneur and I was always investing in mentors and coaching, I always pictured myself, almost had this like spiritual ego of like, oh, I'm the one that's working on everything. And I didn't give him a lot of credit for the things that he had already embodied and the things that he was embodying naturally. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even giving credit for the continual inner work that he was doing just because it looked different than mine. And so when I had that, you know, come to Jesus moment of like, you know, do I really want this proposal? And I started going really within and looking at my stuff there were things that I was uncomfortable about my personal development journey, like even sharing with him, like it, you know, it'd be awkward to talk about my fears and my patterns and my destructive behaviors of wanting to run when there was conflict and things like that. But I was like, I'm going to be all freaking in on this relationship until I'm all out. So I'm either going to be all in or all out. So I realized I was kind of half in half out emotionally. And when I showed up and I, you know, asked him like, Hey, are you willing to work on this stuff with me? Like, I'm really sorry that I've been running whenever there's conflict. That was my pattern. I would run his was more, he would like freeze and not really say anything when we hit conflict. And, um, I just owned my side of it and I didn't really expect him to do anything. I was like, whatever he does, I'm showing up the way that I want to show up no matter what, because if it's not this man, I'm going to take these skills that I master and I use this opportunity to master and I'm going to heal from this relationship and take it into the next one. Like I was determined to be that version of me. That was in the relationship of my dreams. Um, And thankfully he was totally on board and he, you know, worked through his stuff and we just really mastered it very well together. And I believe it was because like, we were both willing to go, hundred percent all in, or we were going to go a hundred percent all out. There was no in between.
0: Wow. That's amazing. And that's amazing that you were like, I'm going to be in this no matter what. And if this doesn't work out, is this or something better? And I'm still better for it. You know, I think it's so tempting for us to look at our past experiences and be like, oh, well, that was such a waste of time or I shouldn't have even been with that person, or I shouldn't have even had that experience, right? But Mm -hmm. we always learn something, we can take it into the future, and it makes our future even better. And so I think that's a really valuable lesson to learn, for sure. So when did you, so how long have you been doing the whole coaching thing? Like, when did you officially leave your CPA job? Or did you start, I'm sorry, I forgot already, and I just said, but did you, did you start I don't, did you start doing this while you were still a CPA? I think you did, right? Or kind of dabbling in it a little no. bit? No,
1: I mean, I was doing my own inner work while I was still a CPA. Um,
0: but you were I doing wasn't... like direct sales, right? Weren't you doing like mm-hmm. a direct sales thing or network marketing thing? Okay. I knew it was some kind of yeah. entrepreneur thing. I'm like, okay, I knew it overlapped a little bit.
1: I had a network marketing business for a while too. Um, but I started, Oh, it it's about been a little over two years. So it was in the end of May of
0: 2020 when I started coaching. Yeah. Awesome. And I know that your, I don't know what it would be called, methods, platform, your offerings, I don't know what, what would you would call them, but I know they've like changed a little bit like over the years. Like I know you've done private coaching, you've done group coaching, you've done courses, things like that. So what is your favorite way to teach people and why and like kind of what are you what are you focusing more on
1: now that's a good question because I've realized that like in the beginning I definitely thought that one-on-one was always the path um, because I thought that I could bring that as the best transformation and that is true for some people but not everyone is the is a match for one-on-one coaching in that not everyone even wants to learn everything through one-on-one coaching. Some people love like the class type container or a teaching container where they can watch it on their own time, or they can show up just to learn the concepts and then they can go out and incorporate them into their lives. And they can get just as powerful a transformation from that as from a one-on-one coaching container where you get more close support and proximity. There's also the range in investments. You know, some people want to invest more money than others or at a stage where they can invest more money. So I've increase my offerings to make them more accessible at different points of the journey. That's
0: awesome. So you have different, different things for different people. Yeah. Classes, courses,
1: and then like higher, um, like closer proximity, like one-on-one and mastermind containers.
0: That's really good. And I'll say too, like, you offer so much value on social media. I mean, I just think it's amazing like for free because I'll go on Instagram and you have lives that you do and you have reels and posts and stories and all that. And I think you're on TikTok too. And then I'll go on Facebook and you have like public posts, I think. But then you also have a, don't you have a free group on there too? Or am I Mm -hmm. making that up? Yeah. Okay. So, So you have like all kinds of stuff. And I just, I just think that's, that's so great that, that you also, you give a lot too. And I think that can be a scarcity thing for business owners. Like, oh, well, I don't want to give too much because then people won't buy and things like that. But I mean, and I've been on both sides. I, I used to be a life coach. I used to be a business coach. And you know, when I was a blogger, I did stuff like that. And then I've also paid for coaches, obviously, and things like that. And for me, it's usually, it's like, if I like someone enough, I'm going to consume all their free stuff and be like, okay, this still isn't enough. Like I need more, you know, like if the freeze, awesome. it's like, if the free stuff is this good, like I can't even imagine what the paid stuff is like. Right. And it's so much more customized too, when you're actually talking to the person, you know, and you have access to them. Like I just, you like, can't put a price tag on that. Right. So They're true.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So do you, are you working with any coaches yourself right now? Are you a part of any like classes or anything like that
1: right now? I am. I'm constantly in and out of different programs. Um, And so, yeah, I do have one that I'm, that I'm involved in right now. I don't have a one-on-one coach currently. So it's been about a month. Um, I like to have little segments of breaks. So I probably will have one within the next, few months, um, as things in my life and and business are shifting, but yeah, I'm in some, some programs too. I love learning about this stuff, about business, about life, about every, like, I'm just like, Hey, I don't know if you're into human design, but my, my human design, um, profile is the researcher. So I am just like, when I find a subject I love, Uh, that's how I got, when I got into manifestation, it was just like, I'm going to like learn all the things, like do all the things, test it all out. Um, And I just like, if I love a topic, I will become the expert just naturally because it excites me to be.
0: Well, you're also Virgo. Yeah. So So that makes sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That totally makes sense. Is not your birthday
1: coming up or did it already pass? I just had it. Yeah. When was it?
0: the t- August 27th. Oh, happy birthday. I probably tell you. you on social media too. Yeah. <laughs> I like the worst at birthdays. Like that is not my strength. Like, so I'm, I beautiful. actually don't, I actually don't know my human design, but I do know my love languages and I am a quality time person, Ooh, quality time yeah. and words of affirmation. Like I will show up to your birthday party probably two hours yeah. late, but I'm going to be the life of the party. I'm going to stay yeah. the latest I'm probably not going to get you anything as a gift, but I like, and I'm also words of affirmation. So I'm like, I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm your biggest cheerleader, biggest fan. I want to spend every single second with you, but I'm probably going to forget your birthday.
1: That's me too. I am not, I'm not the gift giver vibe. So yeah, my boyfriend, fiance is really good at gift giving and man, I've got to catch up and learn from him in that department.
0: Yeah. And I try too. Like I try and it's it, I, I, I fail, but I am trying, I'm working on it, but my sibling void is the best at that. Like their gifts at Christmas. Like when we do like the family gift exchange, they like give everyone these amazing, lavish, handmade, like beautiful, big oh. gifts. And then I'm like, Oh, here's a gift card to target. I've tried my best, <laughs> but I got something. I don't know. We all, we all have our strengths. Right. Um, yes. But yeah, so have you read any good books lately or listened to any good podcasts or anything like that, that we should check out as far as, you know, all this stuff goes? For oh some development and-
1: Good books lately. I started a happy pocket full of money. Actually, me and um, Peter, my fiance, were reading that together, which is the first time we've ever read a book together. Um but it's kind of fun. And I haven't so I haven't gotten very far into that yet, but it's about manifestation, wealth, consciousness, all of that fun stuff that I love exploring. Um, so definitely, I know you were talking about like your partner, um, being on the same page with some of the things you're doing. And even if the beliefs don't totally, like for us, I know the beliefs don't always line up a hundred percent. Um, he still shows up and I still show up and I still listen. And so I encourage you to bring a partner along for the journey or a friend or whoever, even if they have a little bit different viewpoints than you. Um, cause it's kind of interesting to learn about them as you read together. But, um, other than that, no, I don't, I haven't checked out any new podcasts lately or haven't been into a book vibe lately. That's the only one I'm, I'm into right now.
0: Yeah, I got like super into reading again after I watched Bridgerton and read the Bridgerton books.
1: (laughs) Oh, you read the books? Yeah, I've read the first three so far. I'm like...
0: The books are good. I can't hear
1: you.
0: Okay, I don't know what just happened. That was so (laughs) weird. It like disconnected and reconnected. Anyway, can you hear me now? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Technology, it's a beautiful thing <laughs> when it wants to work. Um, but yeah, I was just saying, I don't know why Britishin is the thing that got me back into reading, but I'm so glad it did. So I had to ask that question. But I have heard of that book, *A Happy Pocket Full of Money*. I haven't read that one yet, but it is on my list. I heard about
1: it a while ago. A um, but it's okay. Cool. A good book I read was that was like a fun book was *Verity*. Have you heard of? Colum? Oh my gosh, my
0: friend let me borrow it,
1: and I have it. I literally have it right read over Read that. It is. <laughs> you will be like on the edge of your seat turning pages yeah,
0: yeah. that sounds good too she said she, she said she read it in three days Yeah. so yes. I'm kind of like I'm kind of afraid to start it because I'm like it's I'm like start. it's like how I felt when I watched Bridgerton I'm like if I if I start reading this I'm not gonna stop so like I kind of I feel like I have to start it on a weekend or something because otherwise I'm gonna like be up all night I don't know but, <laughs> it's but yeah it. I've heard it's really good um So how do you kind of balance all of these things? I mean, work and your fiance and life. And I know you're also really good at like, I see you running and working out and stuff like that. And like, I know what I do. Like, I I feel like at this point in my life, I feel like with a kid, you kind of have to be good at time management. Otherwise your life is just going to fall apart. Like you just have to, you have to know how to do that. You have to learn. So at this point I've learned how to you know balance or juggle it all? But how how do you do that? How do you how do you figure it all out? Make it
1: happen. My biggest thing for me is you know starting the day with time to myself. That really is so important to me. Um, so I spent many years being a people pleaser. Many years you know waking up and going straight to work and not taking care of myself and putting myself at the bottom of of my to-do list essentially and so that that helps me the most and I found it's like I cracked this crazy time code when I started giving myself so much permission to put myself first in the day and just not rushing my morning routine it was like suddenly more spaciousness showed up in my day throughout the rest of the day it was like people would be like oh you don't need to do this thing like I've got it for you or oh like you know I just like felt like the day like banded, the more permission I gave myself in the morning to do my meditation, exercise, journaling, whatever it was, and without rushing it. So putting yourself first, number one priority.
0: Yes. Yeah. And like deciding that you do have enough time. I mean, yes. it just like, just like everything else. It, it's, it starts with a mindset, right? Of being mm-hmm. like, I have all the time in the world. I have so much time. I don't even know what to do with it. You know? Yes. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I started like a few years ago, I started like making affirmations about time and I learned that I could manipulate time and I could move it around and change it and, you know, squeeze it and expand it. And like time is fake, right? I mean, you could like go into a whole matrix thing right now, but we're not going to. But like, I mean, I really believe that we have so much more control over our time than,
1: than the world wants us to believe. So you can do anything you want. I agree. Yeah. And I did the same thing with the time affirmations and, oh, here's one right here. Time (laughs) is literally on a post-it on my desk. Time is on my side. There's more than enough time to do all I desire to do. And like, when I read these post-its, when I walk by them, I just like take a deep breath and I lean into it. And like, you get, you have to do it in the moments that don't feel like time is on your side. So when you're rushing, like to get somewhere and you're late and you're like, you know, feeling frantic, you've got to slow down, take a deep breath and like calmly move yourself to the event or whatever it is that you're rushing to. Cause those are the moments you really get to reprogram your, your brain around time. Definitely. Yeah. And not panicking
0: and being like, it's not the end of the world if I'm late, like no one's going to kill me if I'm late, no one's going to be hurt. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So And I also like to say my mottos are like, done is better than perfect and half done is better than not done at all. So, you know, you kind of have to like, just get it done if you have to, you know, Mm -hmm. with some things. So, cool. So I would love to know what other um, last words of wisdom, pieces of advice you would like to give people, anything else we should know about you before we end?
1: Mm, things you should know about me let's see um I would say things to know about me are well I've come from a family of all sisters I have had a tattoo removed that's an interesting fact um it is I don't think I knew that yeah I have it didn't even hurt because it got um, everyone always asks me, did it hurt more than getting the tattoo? No, because they numbed it, they numbed it and it's gone. You can't even see it at all. So uh, even those quote unquote mistakes, <laughs> they can all be worked through. Right. Um, and that's probably the the final message is like, no matter what you've come from or where you've been in life or what your past has said, like my past told me I would, you know, continue to be alone or I would be with, you know, men that didn't Support me, or that I would be at a job that I hated forever, or unhappy. You know, I went through a lot of depression and anxiety. So it's like no matter what you've been through or where you've come from, if you have a desire for something more or something better, it's because it's possible and it's because it's exactly what you deserve. And start to move on that. And you can start to move on that now from wherever you are and whatever resources you have. There's one step that you can take. So take it. Amen. I thought of another question while you were saying that. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. What's the other question? What is, what is, well, I mean, I, I want you to share, lastly, I do want you to share like how we can find you and how we can work with you, but also who are you looking to work with? Like, who are you manifesting Mm -hmm. as a client? Good question.
1: Um, I have been loving helping people lately with their romantic life. So anyone that's wanting to call in their dream partner, it could be, a, you you know, you could be a man or a woman or any sexual preference doesn't matter. Um, but I love helping people find love. It lights me up. It just excites the fuck out of me. And um, yeah, and to even just deepen the connection and the intimacy, because I think there are so many people that are with the right person. They're just not, um, they're not connected or they're not communicating or they're not resolving conflict. And so they're starting to question whether this is the right person for them. And there's just some tweaks that can be made and some you know skills that can be mastered to really improve the, the emotional and the physical connection. Um, so anyone looking to you know call in their dream love life is definitely on my radar. Anyone looking to call even calling their dream career or work life or business or something that lights them up maybe they're just like they're not lit up in what they're doing and they're like god am I really going to do this for the next 40 30 20 even 10 years you know like when it got to that point for me I was like I cannot do another damn tax return like ever again I just can't <laughs> I was Like, so if that's where you're at then you would be an amazing client for me And if you're ready, like you're, you're a mover, you've got to be someone that's already taking, like you're, you're ready to take action. You're ready to be coachable and trust your intuition and really let like logic go so that you can have the great shit in a, in a really fast, powerful, aligned way.
0: Yeah. Because inner work is still work.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, you don't want people that are just going to sign up and be like, okay, Where's my yeah, no. dream person? Where's my dream job? Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do the work, right? Um, so how, so how can, so how can we work with you? How can we find you? Um,
1: Instagram or Facebook is the best place to find me currently. Although I am growing on TikTok, which is really fun. I love TikTok. Um, but Instagram or Facebook is the best place to find me on Facebook. It's Elizabeth Hostetler, And on Instagram, it's Elizabeth and with an E, 888. And just DM me or there's, you know, usually a link in my bio with all the offerings, the classes, all those things I'm constantly posting about on my stories. So DM me or check me out there.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was so fun. It was such an honor. I loved catching up with you. And thanks everyone for listening. And thank you for laughing. See you next time. Bye.